0: Welcome to the Massaro Method. Today we have a very special guest, Sergei Pratula, who just a few minutes ago was in, I mean is in Kiev, but just a few minutes ago was hearing air raid sirens as uh, Russia continues to lob missiles and and engage in terrorist attacks uh, against uh, Ukraine. He lives on the 21st story of his building and because there's no electricity, uh, has to get up the stairs without an elevator uh, in this environment. And I guess this is very indicative of the environment that a lot of Ukrainians are living in at the moment in which there is no electricity, no heating, no water, and yet Ukraine continues to fight and will win this war. So Serhiy Pertula, of course, has been a major figure in this whole thing. He is the founder of a massive Ukrainian charity called the uh, Pertula Charity Foundation. He's a well-known TV presenter, actor, and comedian, uh, it's such an honor to have you on the show, uh, Serhii. I mean, you've of course testified before Congress. You've been an enormous voice for this kind of stuff. Uh, you've bought, I mean, and you and your foundation bought tons of drones. You bought a satellite. Like I mean, I mean, for American listeners, just extraordinary. these guys have a satellite they got they got Ukraine. you know, hundreds of vehicles. so I mean, it's 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 just an extraordinary feat. Serhii, how did all this get started? how did how did you how did you get involved? In this? How did you go from uh, 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 sort of, you know, as a as a fellow thespian in my past, uh, you know, sort of a, an actor and a, and, a, and a TV presenter into, you know, one of the main leaders of this volunteer effort to get Ukraine what it needs.
1: Uh, hi to everyone, and uh, I'm really glad to see you, Pavlo Masarenko. So <laughs> uh, I don't know, or maybe you don't know, but uh, in our team. Uh, all guys here in Kyiv, uh, they, they call you Pavlo Masarenko. So you ah. looks like uh, uh, American Ukrainian now.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm <so> honored. I,
1: <laughs> everything was happened in 2014, exactly after uh, Russian uh, invasion uh, in Crimea and uh, after that uh, in Donbas region. So uh, I, I, I had no other choice. But only to to support Ukrainian army and to help our soldiers to fight with with, with Russians, uh, because uh, I, I was afraid that we can uh, lost our uh, our state exactly. And also one more motivation I have uh, two brothers, uh, two cousins. They are officers of uh, Ukrainian armed forces, and uh, exactly it, it's also what the reason why uh, I start to to be a volunteer in Ukraine. And exactly from 2014 till uh, 24th of uh, February this year, uh, I was a volunteer like a private person. Uh, but of course, after yeah. this full scale I- invasion, we start to have uh, so huge uh challenge uh, for, for our state, for our government, for our civil society, that uh, we start to uh, uh, to take some people to our foundation because uh, I, I had my foundation uh, that was not about uh, military supplies; that was about humanitarian aid from 2020 till uh, uh, till this year, uh, and uh, there, there was a team with three persons in this uh, in this uh, charity foundation. But now I have more than 100 people, uh, yeah, Austin. and and, right. and they, yes, so. That, that's the answer. We, we have uh, an absolutely crazy neighborhood and that's why we, we need uh, all our power of uh, Ukrainian society to to support our army, uh, to fight with uh, Russians and exactly I'm really happy that we are not alone in this fighting. And that's uh, what I was talking about uh, in, in converse also and uh, during last visit to United States of America. Uh, we were really happy that we have uh, huge support in uh, American society.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the, the, the heroism and bravery and valor of Ukraine is an inspiration and honestly, an example to us all in your organization and your work and the work of others like you, just, a, just an amazing example. Tell us, you know, very personally from your perspective as, as this sort of invasion unfolded, uh, what, were your, what was going through your head? What were your thoughts? What was the first hour? Uh, you know, as, as it became clear that Russia was going to engage in this, you know, full-scale invasion, all-out war on Ukraine?
1: It was terrible feeling because uh, 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 that's the that's situation when you understand that uh, something really terrible uh, just going and, and, and you can do nothing to stop it. So uh, I was prepared for, for this invasion uh, with, with some budgets that I raised before uh, uh, for our uh, military and uh, I helped to organize uh, some points uh, in uh, different brigades but it, it was not enough of course um, and when everything was happened in, in the morning of 24th of uh, February exactly I met uh, this uh, full-scale invasion uh, in train uh, I was going to Lviv in the west part of Ukraine uh, to study in the Ukrainian Catholic uh, University. And uh, I was staying on the Lviv railway station uh, with my uh, gadget and I just read all, all those news about uh, missile strikes uh, around the whole country and uh, Russian okay. troops uh, that, that, that was m- moving to uh, capital of Ukraine. And I was afraid about uh, about my son, because he was uh, mm. in Kiev. So I just take taxi and come back to, to Kiev. Uh, and uh, I, I call all my friends uh, on my team. And we start to work uh, exactly in this day. We start to work uh, with uh, some supplies. We, we start to raise money and to, we, we, we bought a, a lot of different uh, equipment. Uh, exactly in the first day of, of this war, because I had experience like a volunteer eight years right. before. And, uh, and many companies in uh, Ukraine that produce something, just selling something, they uh, call me and uh, ask uh, something like, maybe you want uh, more drones, so we have it. Uh, and uh, I take my car, a few friends, and we were moving around the cave uh, and, and region, just to to take everything that we can buy so well, that's that was the first day
0: yeah i mean and 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 boy i mean it's it's amazing work that's come out of that right you become you've mentioned drones and you've become well known and your foundation's become well known for your supply of drones by rocktar and other uh, varieties and 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 you know the the music of byrocktar as well that's followed and all this you know this extraordinary legend um, of how Ukraine has been able to use these drones to defend itself and, and, and even innovated in drone warfare. I would say at this point, uh, the Ukrainian military is probably the premier drone warfare military in the world. So, uh, and that's in large part, thanks to the drones that your foundation has provided. So again, just congratulations. Tell us about your biggest donation and who is donating. Tell us tell us a little bit about where, where kind of the money comes from. You're, you've raised, Upwards of a hundred million dollars. I mean, I mean, that's that's extraordinary. You know, I mean, I I don't think, I don't think there's a good understanding. I mean, again, we did this hearing and we've talked about this, but but I don't think there's a good understanding in the United States of, of, of what you've accomplished and what organizations like yours have accomplished. This is a different order of magnitude, and it's and it's and it's a different type of equipment. You mentioned you started humanitarian. This isn't, you're not, it's not humanity, this is stuff that's really. Being used by the military, this is this is really stuff that's being used to defend Ukraine. So tell us where the money is coming from and how and how this whole process works. Because I think that would be of great interest.
1: I know uh, this uh, slogan that "impossible is nothing." <laughs> that's not uh, only about some uh, uh, commercial. That that's exactly about Ukrainian uh, society. So we we just pray about uh, our soldiers. And we support our army and. Uh, you know, uh, uh, let me let me check it. Yeah. Uh, so I have one dollar. Yeah. So, in, yes, in, in God we trust. So in the Ukrainian armored forces, we trust yeah. <laughs> here in Ukraine. Uh, and uh, that's why uh, we, we, have, we, we, we have no biggest or smaller donations uh, in Ukraine. So do you know the story of this one uh, dollar? No, tell us. Yesterday I got a letter uh, from uh, our military, uh, from our intelligence exactly. That's the letter from officers. So they wrote me that uh, they got um, a letter from a boy. His name is, uh, uh, his name is Andri. Uh, I think he's about 10 years old. So that, that's his letter. And uh, he sent uh, to our uh, military um, um, picture painting, painting his painting. He he paint uh, uh, some something like uh, our soldiers destroyed Russian tank, and we have beautiful birds in the sky, and yeah. uh, paint something like that. And he put and uh, he put inside to his letter this one dollar. Uh, and the officers, they wrote me that, uh, as far as we understand, so he just want to uh, to support us with one dollar. But <laughs> we decided uh, to send this one dollar to your foundation. And please, and please uh, put this one dollar uh, to your bank uh, account of your foundation and use it for Ukrainian armed forces. Uh, and please uh, just... Uh, Tell people uh, in your social media about Andriy, this young boy, uh, about his one dollar and about his uh, painting. And uh, please send this painting to some uh, Ukrainian soldiers and uh, I made it yesterday. So that's exactly, uh, that's a story not about one dollar, that's a story about uh, possibility. So uh, some people have possibility to send one dollar, some people can send one Ukrainian hryvnia. Uh, it's like, uh, I think, uh, it's like three cents is uh, the, yes, uh, uh, largest donation that we got that was $1 million. Uh, mm-hmm. one, it was in March of this year. That was uh, uh, Ukrainian businessman. Uh, he's really well known, I think, in the United States. His name is Max Polikov. Um uh, and uh this was also men who support us with the case of uh, satellite because he have a, a big experience uh in in this business and uh, um, he was like uh, our advisor in this case.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah, that's I mean it's just an amazing story and, and and I mean that's that's exactly it, right It's like every Ukrainian is part of this. I mean it's if you're not if you're not on the front, you're opening up your wallet, you're giving your last dime, Right, to to, to... Paul, uh, Paul, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So uh, we talk not just about
1: money. Money, it's really important, but for me, it's more important if you talk about the unity of Ukraine and civil society. So uh, our foundation, when when we uh, when we make some uh, some projects, uh, big projects like People's Biokratar, like project with satellite, like something else, uh, we we had a project uh, of revenge of, of Ukrainians. So that's also about our unity because uh, people want to be engaged in, uh, in in some big project. And that's the possibility to uh, to support Ukrainian army in, uh, in this way. Uh, so if you can donate just $1, $10, so you are one uh, from the millions. So because uh, when we... Uh, when we organized this project, People's buy so in the three days, we got uh, 1, 000, uh, transferred to our transfers to our uh, transactions, to our bank accounts of our financial, yeah. 1,347,000. And we need to understand that one uh, transaction, that's not about one person. Sometimes it can be one person, but mostly in Ukraine, that's, uh, we talk about family mother, father, kids, three, four, five persons. We talk about uh, small companies uh, with um, 10 workers, with 20 workers, but we also uh, talk about big companies with 10,000 or 20,000 people inside. So uh, I think that uh, we engaged in this uh, project, maybe seven, maybe eight million people. So that's something amazing also was for me. And I'm happy that we have this possibility to to keep this unity in our society because you know uh, the motto of uh, our foundation is invincible uh, when united, and exactly that's uh, that's why Russians can destroy our state because we are united, and they want to uh, to destroy this unity. They want to separate us, but nothing happened. Exactly, we we just. Uh, Every day we're more stronger. So they made blackout again uh, here in uh, in Kyiv. Uh, so we we work with generators uh, on our streets. And uh, of course, it's a problem. But they just tried to put us uh, into the darkness. But nothing happened because we just uh, laughing from the Russians. And we asked them, so what you will do after that? How... Right. how uh, can you can you launch your missiles to our generators you want to destroy <laughs> our our diesel generator okay right.
0: right right yeah i mean right i mean if ukraine can withstand this which it can and i mean that ukraine is just unbreakable then what more can russia do in fact it's starting to break russia if anything you know i mean to to try to stop you think ukraine. that one day it will happen because if yeah.
1: we talk about future so uh uh um, I, I really, uh, I, no doubt that uh, uh, Russia will fall. So because it's, uh, it's natural, uh, because it's an empire. Yes. Uh, we, I was born in uh, USSR and I remember I was 10 years old when the USSR uh, just uh, uh, fell, yes? And uh, Ukraine started to be independent but uh in russia we have a lot of different nations and some territories that also want to be independent and uh I th- it will happen uh, and exactly i think that uh, uh that our war now in in ukraine uh that's that's the first step uh to destroying russia as a state uh, and i I'm, I'm i'm really sure that uh everything will be up with ukraine because as i said we are not alone with uh, this uh, fighting uh we, we feel total support from whole world uh european union uh, great britain united states for mark of course canada australia whole world with us and uh uh, all countries, they share weapons with, with, with Ukraine. And I'm sure that we will have a, a big support with uh, with the money after, uh, after we win this war. And if you talk about rebuilding of Ukraine, uh, I'm sure that it will be a good process. And uh, we will have here a lot of volunteers, not only from Ukraine, but from the whole world. I'm Absolutely. really sure.
0: And the Congress just appropriated an additional $45 billion to support Ukrainian victory. So, I mean, we're, we are, we are, we are all in. I, I mean, but let's, let's stay on Russia for a moment. I, I mean, I think what you said is extremely important. I think it's something that's very poorly understood in the West, and the United States. That's what, is that, is that Russia is an empire, that, that this is an imperial war, it's a colonial, it's war, it's a genocidal war. This is an expression of kind of Russian identity in the Russian state an imperial identity. I mean, I mean, in your opinion, what is, what is going on in russia i mean the of course you know the 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 the, the desire of of say like olaf schultz right <laughs> or, or or others is that i mean there would be protests in russia there would be some kind of opposition to this genocide in russia i mean where are the good russians right i mean where are the russians i mean it's a, they they seem to have for the most part sort of you know remained in support of this great evil <laughs>
1: we we uh, we are we, we don't looking for good Russians we cannot search for good Russian that's uh, that's a European tradition exactly and right. uh, really sometimes it's hard to to explain to our European partners that it's a, a big mistake uh, uh, to to try to find good Russians because if you talk about Russian liberals like you know, a Russian uh, uh, opposition politicians so just who? Uh, Navalny, maybe. So that's 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 a joke, maybe, because uh, I I have a good memory and I remember uh, what this guy was talking about. Uh, our friends from Georgia uh, when Russia attacked Georgia in 2008. So he just was a man who said that we need to uh, m- make a missile strike on the rats. He called people from Georgia that they are rats. And uh, when, uh, when some journalist asked Navalny about uh, Crimea Peninsula, so if he will be president of uh, Russian Federation, so will you get back uh, Crimea to Ukraine, he said, that's, uh, that's not a sandwich uh, to put him uh, this way, another way. So uh, um, I have no illusions about, about good Russians. But if our European partners want to waste the time with the searching for good Russians, so they have a right. But I think, you know, everything changing, everything. And uh, it's, uh, we, we have uh, now better uh, situation with our European uh, partners, exactly. We talk about France or German uh, Germany. So uh, uh, they made a huge steps uh to ukraine and they uh share their weapons also modern weapons weapons also and we really appreciate it and i want to thank uh all people who uh who made it real uh first of all uh european journalists because uh, they made a great job in uh, february and march and april also because you know uh before our visit to United States to Congress, uh, we spent a week uh, in uh, Brussels and uh, before in Berlin, and we spoke with uh, local politicians and uh, MPs from uh, European Parliament, uh, and they changed their mind about Ukrainian question because of uh, journalists' work uh, in Ukraine. We we had. Uh, 2000, more than 2000 journalists from whole world. And they opened eyes uh, to their society on the situation in Ukraine, because people in Germany, in uh, France, uh, in France, uh, they were in love with Russians because of Dostoevsky, because of Russian ballet, because of Russian vodka, because of Matryoshka, ooh, Moscow, Moscow, Chinggis Khan. Uh, and that wasn't something like romantic, you know? But uh journalists uh from Germany, from France, from Netherlands, from Belgium, mm-hmm. they just open open truth about this nation of killers, of rapers, of stealers. And uh Russians start to be toxic. Mm-hmm. And uh and some uh, politicians uh like Steinmeier exactly that was good re- relations with with uh, uh russian government before he also starts to understand that uh it's a bad situation because uh, society start to support ukraine and if society supports ukraine so politician politicians they also need to do something because people start to ask them what we can do or, or what are you doing to support ukraine how we can help them how we can care? Why so many Ukrainian refugees? Come on, guys, do something! And uh, the last speech of uh, Steinmeier to German society—it's a really, um, it's a really adult speech of a, a politician uh, leader who don't afraid to take responsibility. If we talk, if we talk about the mistakes, because uh, Steinmeier told about mistakes of Germans in relations uh, with Russians. It's really important that they understand it.
0: It was, it was great to finally see him get serious after, after you know, I mean, re- remember there's the same guy that said, Germany owes Russia Nord Stream 2 because of, you know, crimes committed during World War II, just an, a, an extraordinary statement, you know? Um, but, but, I mean, you know, you're absolutely right. And so much of this has been the product of people finally listening to Ukrainians and Poles and the peoples of the Baltic states, Lithuanians, Estonians, Latvians, and so on and so forth. People we should have been listening to for you know 20, 30 years. people like you, Sari. So, so let me let me ask you one final question on Russia. And that is, you know, that the, there's a really deep sort of fear of escalation with Russia, fear of the use of a nuclear weapon in particular, um, that is preventing uh, this is the main thing, it appears to me, and and, and others that this is the main thing that's preventing us from giving Ukraine the final weapons it needs to actually win the war, right? Ukraine has has, has in, done incredible in defending itself and returning very closely to kind of where things were pre-February 24th. But of course, that's not enough. I mean, I mean it's got to be complete and total Ukrainian victory, 1991 sovereign borders, um, which will require tanks, it'll require sort of infantry uh, uh, fighting vehicles, it will require Attackers, long-range missiles, uh, but we we haven't given those because of this fear that if we do, Russia will use a nuclear weapon. So what do you, what do you say to to that escalation concern?
1: I think that uh, they use uh, everything that they have, and uh, the only maybe last step of escalations uh, using of uh, nuclear weapon. But uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that it can happen truly, uh, uh, and. Uh, I think that the main thing that everyone need to understand, uh, that's what we are trying to explain to the whole world, that uh, don't uh, be afraid of Russians. Forget about Russians powerful. Forget about this myth about the second army in the world. Ukrainian armored forces with support of uh, uh, our partners with uh, good modern weapons. They destroyed this myth about the Russian powerful army. So they also just the humans with meat and bones, and they also can die. And exactly tomorrow, we are waiting for a big party, because tomorrow we will celebrate 100,000 of dead Russians troops in Ukraine. Uh, So it's a good result. Yes. and uh, here in Ukraine, we just make a call, we send a message to the whole world that we don't want you to fight instead of us, but we need your weapons more and more. And if you will help us to win this war as soon as possible, it will be better for every one of us. And exactly the same what I said in Congress of the United States, that it's more cheaper for United States to share the weapon with Ukraine now or to, um, to explain your taxpayers why you don't uh, help uh, to stop Russians in Ukraine. And uh, after that, you will fight with them uh, in Poland. Uh, and you will, uh, you will spend more money, hundreds, billions of dollars. And uh, exactly, we're also talking about lives of American soldiers. So it's good for everybody around Ukraine, we, for all our neighbors uh, and for all our partners, and, Paul, I'm really, really sorry. I'm really glad to see you. But my colleagues called me, and we have next You're meeting.
0: Thank you, Thank you so much for taking the time. It's been wonderful to have you on the show. Keep up the amazing work. And Slava, Ukraina.
1: Héroe am Slava. Thank you so much. See you.